Welcome to the Live Fit Listens podcast, a safe space of growth, personal development, and overall wellness with your host, Olivia Catania. Diving into the realms of all things health, conscious living, mental expansion, and much more, this podcast is designed to help you evolve into your best self and live fit. Let's get into the show. Take number 347. No, literally, you guys. This is truly my fifth time filming this episode. I, With a heavy heart, I say that I was having so many difficult, technical difficulties with the audio for this episode, and I tried to refilm it so many times, and I still can't figure out what it was, but so I'm just recording this on a whole new computer now because I think it's like the ports with my other computer would like cut out service. I don't really know. But like the episode would sound completely normal. Then through like random bits, it would sound like I like sped up the audio for some reason, and it would be like blah 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 blah. And then I would uh, like, and then it would go back to normal, and you could still understand me, but it just sounded like I was sped up. And I just hate giving out like poor quality audio to you guys, especially with a podcast experience where the audio is so important. So I was like, you know what, we're gonna revisit this yet again and do this again the next day so here we are again I'm sorry for the late episode I literally tried to refilm this four times in one day still couldn't figure out what it was and then at that point I had run out of daylight but anyways here we are I know I was MIA last week as well and that's because I was in Arizona which brings me to my gratitude for this episode I had such a good time I just am so thankful for it I have been to Arizona before but I've only been to Sedona which I absolutely love don't get me wrong and I so want to go back there Um, but this time we went to Scottsdale, Scottsdale Arizona and it was like the perfect destination for a weekend trip like we were there for like four days and it was literally perfect and I highly 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 recommend and it was such like a different little vacation experience for me because I feel like usually when I travel it's much more like action-based like we're surfing we're hiking we're going to see this waterfall it's like exploring you know adventuring that sort of thing going to catch sunsets and this one was kind of more so like I just want to say relaxing like it was more so about where we're eating like going out to cool places to eat trying new desserts shopping walking around socializing and it was honestly really nice and it was just a really nice switch up and I always just love something about being able to experience a new place is so cool to me in a new environment and I'm like whoa people live like this like I absolutely loved it we got a lot of sun um it was like 65 70 degrees but like the sunshine just felt so good so highly recommend literally anything you could possibly need is in Scottsdale Arizona you heard it here first <laughs> so and also it just was such like an easy flight from where I live like it's only one one hour flight like are you kidding me something about not needing to make a connection and like not having a layover and just like getting on the plane and like walking off at your destination I'm like am I flying private like is this what people with a private jet feel like like I just love it so anyways that was super great but getting into the topic of this episode we were talking about discipline as you could tell from the title and I'm so excited to give to bring this episode to you guys for a lot of different reasons I'm just super passionate about the message and I feel like I have a lot of personal life experience with discipline that I finally have arrived at kind of a new relationship with discipline now and so I just am really excited to share I feel very clear on this message um, and essentially throughout my whopping 23 years of life I feel like I've had very different dynamics when it comes to the concept of discipline I've been very much so in my rigid harsh like fitness discipline era which I know so many of you guys listening can relate to that um, but I've also experienced kind of on the complete other side of the spectrum more so in my like spirituality era that I want to call it where um, it was kind of more so I experimented more so with kind of 
not really paying so much attention to discipline and kind kind of just doing what feels right when it feels right and just kind of being more in this like free flowing dynamic I guess if you will and I don't even want to say that in a demonized way because I do think it has its place and has its value but I guess I just want to say I've also been on the side where kind of routine and discipline was almost frowned upon in a sense like in regards to kind of the spiritual community that I've dipped my toes in I guess if you will and I feel like now I have this kind of newfound perspective that has a much more balanced approach and relationship with discipline that I think is really going to be helpful and I really just feel called to share it and I just want to open up the conversation about it and also this um, podcast topic was very much so inspired by a TikTok that I saw and I want to give all the credit to this gal because she created such a beautiful video that really sparked like I guess lit the fire under my booty to like really want to bring this to you guys and expand on this and so the TikTok was by Oath to Growth O-A-T-H-T-O- G-R-O-W-T-H if you're wanting to go check her out um, and she essentially just posted um, a TikTok video kind of about the differencing, the differences between different types of discipline, if you will, which we'll get into in a second. But first, I want to start off this episode with what I used to think discipline meant in my college years, because it's no secret. I feel like I definitely have touched on this era of my life with you guys quite a bit when I was really in that strict phase throughout college where I was really hard on myself. And this is when I really, you know, used I guess the concept of discipline as like a backbone for how I approached my day to day. And it just, that word discipline was like always running through my head, I guess, if you will. And at that point in time, it was something that was very harsh. It was very rigid. And it kind of was almost this like, formula that I had made up to with like within my mind for myself that I had to stick to in order to eventually reach point B. And so it kind of was almost like this constricted box that I put myself in where like I had to check off all these boxes every single day or else like kind of that feeling like kind of like this sense of impending doom if I didn't like if I wasn't disciplined enough and if I didn't check off all my process goals that I had for myself like it was kind of almost like you know there would be harsh consequences if you didn't do this like it was very much so me acting from a place of feeling pressure and from a place of feeling pressured kind of if I didn't do it and it kind of almost felt like there was an ultimatum you know what I mean like if you if you're not disciplined if you don't stay doing these things then these bad things are kind of going to happen I guess if you will or like you're gonna you're gonna experience the repercussions which again I like holds merit to some degree but just bear with me for a second. Um, and also, I feel like back then, the discipline felt like I kind of was making this, I had this bar set for myself every single day of what my best looked like. And I never gave it any room for like a natural fluctuation. So like, there was a very rigid bar that I had set for myself and definition of what my best looked like every single day that was unwavering. And it had to be there every single day. And like, if I didn't hit that, by checking off all those boxes to the same capacity every single day, then I would feel, you know what I mean? Like then, then, then I didn't accomplish what I was needing to accomplish. I wasn't disciplined enough clearly. Right. Like that's what was my thought process back then. And there just was very little room for like kind of a natural flow. And when I was sitting here reflecting and like outlining this episode, like when I look back now on what that actually meant of, you know, something that I didn't recognize in the moment. But when I look back now with my newfound perspectives and wisdom on what that type of discipline actually meant, I was simply acting from a place of trying to achieve as much as possible to finally feel like I was enough, right? Like I was using 
a sense of productivity to determine my self-worth, right? And I was trying to be as accomplished as possible, accomplish as many things as I could, again, whether they're big goals or process goals, to help improve my worth, my self-worth and my sense of self. Um, and I was kind of building my identity off of you know, how many boxes I could check off in the day and like how disciplined I was. And so you guys know I'm always so about, you know, extracting things even more to the root core of the real truthful reason of what's going on. And when I peeled back those layers even more, again, sitting and reflecting on really what that meant, you know, I was simply acting out of fear. Like it was fear-based motivation for me to continue on this path that I kind of had laid out for myself in order for me to achieve certain goals, right? It was very much so like I was investing my self-worth in you know, things outside of myself, right? Of how productive I was, what I accomplished, what I was able to do, all that sort of stuff. And you guys have heard me talk about, I made a whole podcast episode on kind of the two different umbrella frequencies, right? You can either be living in love or you could be living in fear. And when you're living in love, right, that's you connected to your higher self. That's you living in expanded consciousness. But on the contrary, if something is fear-based, which is what I just outlined, right? I was acting out of fear. I was using discipline from a fear-based place that also directly implies that I was living in my ego, right? I was very much so in my egoic mind. I was, you know, placing all of my internal identity, my worth, my fulfillment, my purpose on all these things that were outside of myself on surface level things to make my ego feel more comfortable, excuse me, comfortable, more worthy and more lovable essentially. And so that was a very fear-based approach to discipline or otherwise an egoic based approach to discipline. And that brings me to the TikTok that I was referencing earlier in the intro here from Oath to Growth, where she really beautifully stated and categorized two very different intentions that come with discipline or two very different intentions that you could tackle discipline with. And I think this also completely echoes on the fact of there truly is Nothing is truly either good or bad. It's more so everything is neutral. It just is what it is. But your your approach towards situations, your intentions, your efforts, and your use for different concepts, for using different people, for pursuing different scenarios, you know, they could everything could be used for either good or bad. And discipline falls completely in that category. And I feel like, especially kind of how I dabbled into that spiritual community that I referenced. I've definitely had my experience of hearing and being in rooms, I guess, if you will, of hearing how kind of discipline is more of like an egoic based thing. That's you not being in your higher self. Like that's you living in this like 3D realm and focusing too much on that. When I personally don't think that is necessarily true in its entirety. It's not my truth because again, what I'm trying to say here is that you can completely approach a concept such as discipline in a different way to have it be in a self-serving way here. Again, all based on how you're using it, what your intention is, what your why is for using discipline. And so circling back to this TikTok, she said that there's a difference between two different types of discipline, right? You could either have egoic based discipline, which is what I outlined previously. And that's kind of where I was acting from in college. But then on the other hand, there's soul based discipline, which is such a beautiful way to have it be said and that's why I just was so I loved her TikTok so much she just explained it so 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 well and I think it was kind of the perfect term for kind of what I had learned throughout the years because I guess circling back a little bit again I there was definitely a time where 
it hit me where I was like, wow, like this isn't when I was using um, egoic based discipline, there was very much so a time where I was like, oh, wow, this kind of doesn't feel very good anymore. Like it felt again, like I had all this pressure on me. Again, it felt like there was kind of ultimatums of like, oh, if I don't do this and there's kind of this impending doom and consequence that's coming in, all that sort of stuff. And as I've gotten I, I essentially realized at a point where I was like, this doesn't feel good. Like there has to be a different answer a different process that I could kind of turn to and as I've gotten older and as I've learned more about life and gotten a little bit more like philosophical and spiritual and all that sort of stuff like I've truly really digested and adopted and have fully through thoroughly through me through my bones understood how much life truly is simply just about the process itself it's about the journey and I know it sounds kind of so cliche but it's amazing how many people get caught up in the rat race of feeling like there's this end destination of I'll be happy when, you know what I mean? Like once I achieve this, then this, like you kind of pick out this, you want to pick out this one pinpoint spot in this hypothetical future of when you'll be happy and feel all this, you know, have your dream life and feel all this fulfillment and all this enjoyment. And I feel like that's what using egoic based discipline kind of guides you towards having that mindset, right? It's kind of like, you know, kind of suffer now, pay your dues now, because then eventually there'll be some sort of pinpointed end destination that then you'll be able to be happy with, which I just don't agree. And I personally don't want to live like that anymore. And I don't think that's the truth. That's not my truth. And I think, you know, it's very clear when you look at it in the sense of, you know, any sort of future moment that we're so desperately waiting for, or think that that's when we'll be happy. It's completely a fabricated, you know, illusion. It's only real once it becomes the now, right? That present moment, you only ever live, excuse me, you only ever live that future moment once it becomes the now, once it becomes the present moment. And so when you truly realize that, it's like, wow, life really is truly just a string of moment to moment of this present moment. That's all we have. And so life in and of itself is the very fluid nature of it. It's this consistent, continuous process, a, a string of moment to moment. And so enjoying that string of moment to moment, enjoying the journey, enjoying the becoming, rather than being so focused on when you become, that's when you truly can find so much fulfillment and enjoyment in what you're doing. And that's what I think soul-based discipline kind of speaks on that where, you know, you can still work towards your goals and get to where you want to be while also enjoying the process and doing so. And I think that's why soul-based discipline is so powerful because I also feel like, you know, if you were to say, yeah, like kind of circling back to the spiritual community, if they're like, yeah, see, like it's, it doesn't serve you when you're super harsh on yourself and you have all this discipline and blah, 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 let's just get rid of it. No, that's not my message here in this episode. I'm not saying to throw away discipline in its entirety. I don't think there's things that are very black and white. I'm very much so kind of that middle ground person, which I think is so much of my mission for why I create because and share my truth because I've been on such opposite sides of the spectrum and I've been it's hit me, it's very clear and apparent to me of saying, hey, wait a minute, why do we need to choose one or the other? Why can't we find that perfect synergy sweet spot between the two of super harsh discipline and then having absolutely no discipline at all? I do think there's a very self-serving sweet spot and I feel like I've personally found that you know, for myself. And I don't think someone could ever sit here and tell me that you don't need to take any sort of consistent action to achieve your goals because I just, I don't believe it. And again, what I'm trying to say with that sweet spot, I think it does take the balance of 
being consistent and having some sense of discipline in some way and showing up day after day, but also in a sense that still being mindful of your authenticity, of what your current best is, of on what your best production output is for the day and being able to work in that synergy with yourself to be able to create your best work ultimately. And when I say that the reality of it is that you do need to have consistency with your dream life, I'm not saying that it needs to be like that forever and ever. Or I'm not saying that that means that you don't have the space to kind of pivot or kind of, you know, shift your approach to things. But what I am saying it means is that you do need to be consistent in showing up in some sense day in and day out if you're wanting to make progress towards your goals. And I think a very clear you know, example of this again is like a car. You have to, in order for a car to get from point A to point B, the wheels need to be continuously turning. If you turn the wheel once, right, you're not going to get there. You're like, well, shit, I turned it. So why am I not at point B? And I think so many people feel that way. They're like, what? I went to the gym. Where's my six pack? Or what? I went to the gym. How come my blood pressure isn't better? It's the consistent efforts accumulated over time that add up to something big that get you to your destination. And that's exactly the principle of a car. The wheels need to be continuously moving day after day. And that's what eventually gets you to that spot. And so that's why I'm so passionate about having discipline, right? I'm never going to say that you don't need discipline, but I think there's a very big difference between your intention for discipline and how you use it to have it be a more self-serving tool for your greater good, as opposed to having it be something that kind of leads to burnout eventually or kind of ends up restricting you in some sense. And a perfect, another thing that I wanted to speak on in that sense is that I feel like with egoic-based discipline, remember how I said it kind of had set this like non-negotiable bar for what my best looked like every single day? I feel like the difference with soul-based discipline here is that it does create space for kind of that natural fluctuation and natural ebb ebb and flow of what you know, my best means every day. And I think that's just the harsh truth of just maturing. Like, I feel like the older you get, the more apparent that becomes like, we're not robots. We don't have this fixed capacity, this fixed output every single day. And, you know, maybe that we think that we can, and we'll try that, but eventually it's always going to lead to burnout. Like we're humans, we're free flowing beings. We fluctuate. We have different spikes of creativity. We have different spikes of feeling energized. We have different spikes of feeling inspired. And that's so normal and so natural. And I think this is why I really really love this kind of sweet spot of still embodying discipline, but in a different sense of with this soul-based kind of dynamic, because when you do it in this sense and you leave that space for natural, natural fluctuations and having grace and patience with yourself, this creates longevity, right? Because I truly feel like that egoic-based discipline is what leads to burnout. Like I said, right? It leads you to feeling uninspired. It leads you to having to force your work and all that sort of stuff, which again, there's still totally times where you need to go, like you still need to push through and show up. But I'd be lying if I said there aren't days where I'm kind of not where I'm kind of not just going through the motions. Like there are some days where I'm going through the motions to stay the course, but I know where my best is that day. And that's kind of, I'm, I'm staying in that lane and honoring that and honoring myself and my body and my current production for that day, which I think speaks a lot for itself. And I think this soul-based discipline helps to have this kind of, it, it, it yields a natural resonance with others who are consuming your work, right? Whether it's a, it's a creative practice or a logical line of work that you're in, because what you're creating is still real. It's still authentic, right? Because you're not forcing anything. It's still in alignment with who you actually are. It's energetically charged with everything you are and nothing that you're not. And I think I just will always like, that's just such a truth to me. Like when you are creating again, whether it's logical line of work or creative line of work, when you're expressing from an authentic space, that's truly aligned with 
who you are honestly and where you're at for the day. Like you are energetically charging your work and what you're creating and that's when you are the most magnetic. And something else that Oath to Growth said in her video, which I absolutely loved, she said that discipline is remembering what you want the most, not what you want right now. I loved that. I'm going to say it one more time. Discipline is remembering what you want the most, not what you want right now. And I, this made me immediately think of the quote, discipline is a form of self-love, which is obviously the title of this episode today. Um, and I obviously didn't make up that quote, by the way, very well-known quote. Um, I just thought that it completely beautifully echoed that. And again, kind of when I feel like there's people on the other side of the spectrum of saying like, you know, discipline is too harsh. It's too rigid. You're not giving yourself the space to flow, blah, 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 blah. But discipline very much so is fully a form of self-love in its entirety, especially when you look at it from this perspective of like, if you're truly thinking of like, because to me, discipline is doing something for the sake of future you. It's doing something that's kind of uncomfortable now in the present moment, dealing with present uncomfortability for the sake of long-term comfortability at the at the lat- latter end of things, I guess, if you will. My dad also has a quote. He always says, pay now or pay later, which I think kind of is another font for the same quote where essentially meaning, you know, if you pay now, you're disciplined now, you're putting the work now, you won't have to pay later, you'll have an easier later. But if you don't pay up now, if you're not disciplined, if you don't do the hard things, if you choose the easy route, you're most likely going to have a hard later, you're going to have to pay later. And I think that's exactly what discipline speaks on behalf of. And that's why it is totally a form of self-love and a form of self-care because you are choosing the higher road, you're choosing the more difficult decision for the sake of your greater good in its entirety, which is essentially just your greatest good overall. And I think a really good example of this that I think of is like a parent to a child. It's like a parent, excuse me, a child would totally want, you know, maybe a Snickers bar for breakfast. Like, why not, mom? Like, I mean, it tastes good and it's sweet and I want it, blah, 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 blah. But you know better, like, you know better and you want better for them and you know that they're just going to end up having a sugar crash in two hours and be cranky and have a temper tantrum and have no energy and all that sort of stuff so you know that you know they may want that present comfortability and um, short-term gratification of having something sweet for breakfast but you know that long-term consequences over the rest of the day is not going to be self-serving and it's going to end up harming them in the end so as the parent you know that you're actually making the, uh, the best decision for them out of love and care to have them have the more balanced nourished breakfast and then maybe end the day with a sweet treat before they go to bed or something like that but that's kind of a perfect example of what I mean where it's like making the harder decision up front for the sake because you love yourself so much that you're setting yourself up for success later because I feel like if you don't do that you're just shooting yourself in the foot you know what I mean like if you chose with yourself present comfortability of you just saying eh, I'm just gonna sit in and like I'm gonna sit here and just watch another episode of tv instead of going to the gym great you chose present comfortability and present happiness and present you know gratification but now you're just hurting yourself over the long haul because you're the one delaying the goals that you had for yourself to get healthier to improve your internal health, to have more energy, all that sort of stuff, you're just shooting yourself in in the foot. And I just feel like it's very crystal clear to me. If you really loved yourself, you'd want to do what you could to create a life you love and to improve your quality of life. And with that comes, that comes from you having good self-discipline of taking care of yourself. And in order to be able to take care of yourself well and to improve your health and improve your quality of life and improve your well-being, you need to be consistent with your self-care habits and efforts. And you need to be consistent with anything to make any sort of progress, to work towards any sort of goal. And in order to be consistent, you need to have discipline to keep showing up. Like it just seems so simple to me. And so when you look at it in that sense, like it's, it's just a really powerful 
newfound perspective that really allows you to want to make that better decision. And I think this is such a life hack as well. Like truly you heard it here first. I could do a whole whole episode on this. You want to do what you can to make yourself want to make the better decision. I'm telling you, when you master this, life becomes so much easier. So instead of looking at it as like, oh, I have to go to the gym, like, or else someone's going to call me fat, which is like so depressing, right? Sorry to trigger someone, but like, that's really what people's thought processes are like, oh, I'm going to be fat and unlovable. If I don't go to the gym, I got to go. So now I feel like you have to go and it feels like a chore, right? And who wants to do something they don't want to do? Screw that reasoning, right? Where you can look at the exact same action of going to the gym and saying, I want to go to the gym so that I can end up being able to keep up with my kids when they want to play soccer with me. Like that sounds so much more exciting or I want to be able to, I'm going to go to the gym today so that my blood pressure can come to a more healthy level and I could live longer to live with my grandchildren and spend more time with my grandkids. Or I'm going to go to the gym today so I can really be able to hike up that hike and make it to the top and be able to actually complete it this year and be able to see the view with my husband. Stuff like that. It's like there's just so many different intentions for things and when you have the correct intention the actual process of the action feels so much better and it allows you to be more present in the action as opposed to you kind of using it as a means to an end as well I feel like is kind of another side thing that I want to say but just when you truly look at discipline from that sense of like you know choosing the harder decision now for the sake of future you like how is that not such an expansive action of self-love you know what I mean and I just really loved her quote again discipline is remembering what you want the most not what you want right now because it sounds dramatic but that's like usually what interferes with us making the better decision like truly next time that you're like sitting watching tv and you're debating getting up like truly ask yourself like does watching another episode of the office you know mean more to me is that what I want the most or is it building a dream brand that ultimately means more to you that you're super passionate about like what do you want the most and you know when you're sitting there and you choose to be lazy and not want to go to the gym and just like choose to fall into watching another episode I know again it sounds dramatic but in that moment through action you are showing that watching another episode of the office is more important to you than working towards your dream life or building your dream career or building your dream body or finding confidence in yourself or building self love or helping improve your headspace by journaling every time you are giving up making that choice towards something that's improving yourself you are choosing just pure comfort for the sake of short-term gratification and I also another quote I heard years and years ago that's just popping up into my head right now is that each action is a vote for the person you wish to become and that's another really good one. So every time you choose to just sit and watch another episode or next time you choose to order a takeout meal instead of making your own meal, that's a vote towards the person that you want to become. You are an accumulation of your habits, of your choices, of your actions, of your thoughts, right? Of everything. There's so much that it makes you who you are. And each little thing really does add up to who you are. And so they're worth being mindful of. And last point I want to touch on because this was another beautiful word that Oath to Growth mentioned in her video. She spoke about the concept of devotion briefly and how that kind of intertwines with in this self-based discipline realm, which I think is such a beautiful word to use here because it does feel so much more of a conscious uh, I guess, take on being consistent with your efforts, I guess, if you will. And when you look at it that way of being devoted towards your craft, towards your goals, towards your best you, towards your higher self, towards a future family, towards your connections and your relationships, when you see it in that sense of that you are truly just devoted towards what you want, to me, that feels so much more like loyalty. It seems so much more just like pure, honest, authentic investment and care into what you're pursuing. 
for a good true genuine reason as opposed to kind of doing something with a um, egoic based discipline that seems again more surface level to try to feel some fill some sort of internal void based on external circumstances or using external achievements to try to fulfill some internal void so I just feel like devotion is a really another beautiful word to look at kind of this soul based discipline I guess if you will and just remind yourself like are you and just ask yourself like am I truly devoted to this life that I want to create to myself am I truly devoted towards a healthier me Am I truly devoted towards improving my quality of life for the sake of my future family? You know, are you are you there? Are you on your team? Are you on your future family's team? Like, how much do you care? How much are you committed? How much are you devoted? How much energy and time and care and effort are you really willing to put in to whatever goal that you have if you really want it that badly? And I just really love that word, and I really think I'm going to use that more and think of that more when I'm questioning if I want to do something or if I'm feeling like I have the energy to follow through with a good habit. I just need to remind myself, like, am I devoted or not? And I think that's a great way of looking at it as opposed to feeling this kind of forcing nature, I guess, that comes with the traditional interpretation of discipline and adds kind of this different spin to it and kind of adds this genuine desire on your end to want to pursue that healthy habit or that harder choice for the sake of the future you and for the sake of you finally being able to allow the dream life that you deserve be able to come into fruition. And again, the harsh truth is just that there's always going to need to be some sense of sacrifice in some degree in order to truly create a change. Because if you think about it, you really can't stay the same yet hope to be someone new all at once, right? And so having that devotion in some sense towards your craft and showing up every day and and doing the hard things and choosing the harder option for the sake of the future you, that's what's going to be really, really powerful. So that's about everything for this episode. And that brings us to the affirmation for today, which I kind of meshed my own affirmation that I came up with in her little quote that she had in her video. It says, I am devoted to my craft and create a life I love based on what I want the most, not what I want right now. How good is that? I am devoted to my craft and create a life I love based on what I want the most, not what I want right now. That is such a great affirmation. Like, especially if you're feeling unmotivated, uninspired, you don't want to take action, freaking say that. And I feel like that will help you fill up your cup with your purpose and your why and have it be, have some more motivation and discipline for more of a self-serving greater good perspective rather than opposed to kind of like a forced perspective, I guess, if you will. You know what I mean? I love social media though. I love that her video sparked so much in me and like made me feel so passionate about this message. I love being able to be another medium to push her message and help it reach even more people while also being able to add my own spin on it and my own two cents and all those things that I wanted to throw in here as well with this message. But I really hope this helped you guys. If it did, don't forget to leave a rating or review, screenshot this, put it on your Instagram story, Give this video a thumbs up if you're watching on YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube podcast as well if you haven't already. It's just called Lift It Listens. Um, this is the first episode on that new channel just to create a little bit more separation and to have it just be more organized. But those are some free ways completely to you to be able to support this podcast, to help this reach more people, impact more lives, and to support me as a creator, which I appreciate so dang much. Also, I just always want to give a little bit of a heads up to those who are kind of been keeping an eye on my retreats. There is only one more month month left to purchase tickets for my Costa Rica retreats. I'm running two separate retreats each a week long this June. I have all the information down below 
I will have the trip pages linked down below in the show notes and the description box. Again, there's only one month left to buy your tickets. So if you've really been thinking about it and you have some questions and you're on the fence, please feel free to DM me as well. I'd be happy to answer some any questions or hesitations that you may have. But I'm just saying if you're getting the nudge, it's for a reason. So really listen to that soul pull if you've been feeling curious about it. Um, but I'm sending you guys so, so much love. Thank you so much for all of your love and support. And hopefully I'll see you in the next epi. Peace out.